0: Welcome to another episode of Monster, Dear Monster. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and today I'm joined by Cameron. We are missing somebody. Uh, Matt is busy <laughs> elsewhere, so uh, we'll do our level best to uh, stand in for him and uh, yep. include his favorite yep. segment as well. <laughs> How are uh, you doing, Cameron? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it's sort
1: of the lead up to my last week of holiday before I actually start to get to have money again. Uh, getting to the point where I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the weather's been okay as well. It's not been crazy hot. Although, uh, we caught the tail end of a cyclone last week, so it rained for like 30 hours straight at one point. <laughs> which was interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, overall, uh, doing pretty well. How about yourself?
0: Uh, doing about the same. It's have uh, <laughs> just been busy with work. Um, yeah, yeah. Nothing... Nothing too crazy. Uh, the weather's—it started warming up actually, un, oh, good. Un, unseasonable warmth. Um, <laughs> Where we were up to a, a, a brisk uh, ten degrees Celsius <laughs> yesterday, oh, but that's thats nice, yeah. Yeah, it's way better than <laughs> it's way better than being in the negatives like it's been for oh yeah <laughs> forever. Yeah, no. I almost was like I don't even need a jacket, but. No, it's it's it's, it's, still, it's still 10 degrees outside, so yeah, you need to check it.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that's good. Shaking the shackles of winter.
0: Yeah, no, I think that it's just like a fake-out. <laughs> it's just going to get super cold, because uh, this is, this is mm-hmm. like the middle... Uh, it's the first mm-hmm. cold quarter of winter, really.
1: It's yeah, weird. that is true. Oh, God. I it's don't know. It's so weird to think. Yeah, no, it's like only... Mid to late January.
0: Yeah, it feels later. Um, yeah, yeah. Or or way earlier. Time. I can't tell. Yeah. I, I, I still think it's two thousand nine. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Look, I know, I know
1: the feeling. I caught myself writing two thousand eleven on a form. Twenty eighteen. Gotta gotta get with the times.
0: Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'll just languish in my y- yesteryear. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, nostalgia's got to be good for something.
0: Yeah, even if it means living in the past forever.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, you're clearly not taking a Kylo Ren to heart, then. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ben Ben Swallow. <laughs> ben Swallow. <laughs> Oh, God. That's the best.
1: <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Uh, there, there was a tweet, it's like, just imagine General Huck on the security feed just seeing him shirtless in his room talking to no one. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you in charge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, goodness. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, that... But we're not covering Star Wars. <laughs> no, uh, we're not. Um... Although, although there are monsters. Anyway, um, yeah. mm. that, I think that brings us to our, our wonderful, um, segment that we don't have three of us to do the proper, uh, acapella. <laughs> so uh, it's just going to uh, be, shall I just, just do it. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: yokai of the Week.
0: Dum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I'll do that part. It's a traditional um, one. Yeah. Yeah. So that being the case um well I can't tell myself to roll the dice so you know, have yeah. to, you'll have to you uh, oh god this feels so wrong
1: Dave um would would you like to roll them
0: Yes <laughs> 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 what did get? I, I don't know I rolled too many dice hang on Oh no <laughs>
1: <laughs> You just pick just pick the third one
0: uh, they were I, I, I was. they were d20s it's not gonna work um, oh okay okay mm. okay I gotta redo it okay hold on
1: once again <laughs> Dave <laughs> roll them <That's> six <laughs> six okay one two four five six. the was Shirogami.
0: I think yes guess? some kind of Cow oh, no, or bull Bull thing this is, I'm this, is, this is just
1: linking me To the To the page For Konjaku shui <laughs> Supplement to the Hundred Demons From the present And the past <sighs> That's not gonna work <laughs> Wikipedia Wikipedia What you doing Letting Sh- us down I guess I guess we'll roll again <laughs> Uh yeah For the third time Dave Please Let them roll Eight.
0: Roll, Eight. <laughs> so, two more, um, u Wait, one. no, no, sorry. Waira.
1: Waira. There we go. We're all the way into W. Oh, uh, we were doing U and W for our yeah, listeners we... <laughs> who
0: don't know which category we're doing. We don't even know what we're doing. Matt, Matt, help us. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Not again. <laughs> now we're in the gazohyaki Yagyo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's not going to help us either. Alright, well, um... In the, we interest, just do in the interest in the interest of brevity. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's what I was going to do. Um Yeah, yeah, good. Great, great minds think alike. Um mm. So, there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a beastie with no entry, but the description alone was worth the price of admittance. I guess that would be yeah. We're free, so pro- if you get some free yeah, information. I um, mean,
1: is it free if Wikipedia keeps putting ads on you to say please donate? If everyone donated, we would be fine.
0: No, it's still free. They just won't be fine because no one's donating. <laughs> True.
1: I don't. I don't know who donates to Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't
0: um, know. But anyway,
1: yeah. Anyway, we've got the Uma no Ashi. Yeah, that was correct. Yes. I've got terrible pronunciation. I'm sure. Um, um but mine's no better, so don't worry. Um, yeah. No. So we got we've got a single sentence to go on, which is a horse's leg which
0: dangles from a tree and kicks passes by. <laughs> It's great It's it's a cinematic entry I can imagine this happening In my mind's eye I
1: I think it's about as simple as you can get For a monster Like they've condensed it down Into a single limb And they've just kind of hung it somewhere and left
0: it (laughs) Yeah So I wonder if it's like uh, A a limb that Like say if something's grown And there's no Hmm. You know guts or whatever sticking out or is this like a yeah. bloody horse's leg that that's like oh, yeah no. that's <laughs> because the question that that is changes it... the impact yeah, of the really imagery
1: <laughs> i don't know i think i think the smooth re- unreasonably disembodied horse leg would almost be scarier than oh some horses lost a leg like got cut off and had it hung from a tree
0: yeah or is it it's just up there so
1: it's just up there who
0: knows like did someone throw or like where did this ele- elegi- i want to know i want more information where did this originate because something had to have did happened the- for people know, right? to go like watch out there's horses legs up in trees um <laughs> oh 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 i
1: know what it is um that it they traveled forward in time and got a copy of resident evil 7 yeah. Perfect.
0: Oh, yeah. All the dangling <laughs> bones and yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And well, I do just weird. I, <laughs> it's so strange. I don't think horses are indigenous to Japan. I think they were brought uh, over
1: from China, right? They would have been. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or Mongolia
1: or something. All Mongolia, presumably. Yeah, I mean, Mongols are. A little famous for horses. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's just... Yeah, was it thrown up there? Is it stuck up there? Did it grow from the tree? Did the tree get tired of people trying to cut it down and just... I don't know. I mean,
0: there's a lot of of tree reverence in Mm. Shinto. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, is this like a profane tree? Like, did something happen and Mm. they it's a cursed tree
1: <laughs> yeah it could be
0: or the tree spirit itself um, just yeah. either did not like or really loved horses mm. but only their <laughs> smooth legs I don't know <laughs> <laughs> the horse the
1: most graceful of creatures is loved by this tree <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh that's so weird You just you just got this silence of the lambs tree <laughs> I don't know yeah,
0: I this, yeah. Uh, we'll have to re- oh, maybe return to this yeah. after we've uncovered more information. Yeah, but, this is, yeah so. so weird. <laughs> U- Umonoashi, what Umanoashi, a yeah, what an interesting yokai.
1: <laughs> you just don't get stuff like that in other cul- other cultures folklore.
0: <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs>
1: uh, well, this has been your. I was almost going to say daily dose. No, uh, your episodically <laughs> dose, episodic dose. Yeah, there we go. Of yeah. yokai of the week.
0: Um, 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 boom, 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 boom.
1: Excellent. So yeah, yay. <laughs> we, we did it without Matt somehow. Somehow he really holds
0: that segment up. Yeah, we it made always a- goes terribly <laughs> wrong without <him. laughs> We we made a mockery of it. It's okay. We've done worse. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't. We didn't uh, devolve name, into po- name creating lore for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pop, uh, Twitter lore segments. Yeah, we should, we should do that. we we'll oh. yeah, I, I'm not, we're not going to do that. Cause that's could oh. be, could be rude. really. Yeah, oh. I was
1: just going to ask everyone for their personas, and we would could do we could do an episode on that. We could
0: I mean You can put it out there Just Just don't Just use your Twitter Yeah Not, oh, the, clearly. not the MDM one I'm sure uh, <laughs> Nikki wouldn't mind we'll Come up with yeah. her Red yeah. panda lore Mmm Well red pandas Are the best To be and fair so. some, some people Are also wombats <laughs> Yeah So. With strong Very strong buttocks <laughs>
1: Yeah No like seriously Wombat mm-hmm. killed a guy um, he reached into its burrow to get a tennis ball out, and it crushed his arm up against the wall of the burrow and held him in place while he bled to death from the broken arm. <laughs> Australia. Yeah, Australia. <laughs> don't, mini, don't st- mini version of
0: Beastie of the Week. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't stick your arm into strange holes. Yeah,
1: just don't. Like don't, it, seem, it seems like such an easy thing to... Follow like as a kid, I was always taught never step directly over a log, you know, step on top of the log, check the other side, then step down, never stick your hand in a hole, never stick your foot in a hole unless you look in it with a light or something it's like apparently that's just not a general rule people learn, and it yeah. sounds really weird when you try and say it on Twitter <laughs> out of context
0: don't um <laughs> don't stick your face into cobwebs oh God, it was awful, yeah, it sounded it sounded awful even just like second hand
1: yeah no because there's this there's this path that goes through our front yard that leads to our front door walking along now I was going out for a walk and it was dark and at the last second I saw just this it's an orb weaver so it's like a badge sized spider just like centimeters in front of my eye and I just jerked back into one side and then just web all over my face it was it was a harrowing experience (laughs) (laughs) i feel really bad because i scared the spider too
0: well at least you didn't, didn't... scare it on to you cause... <laughs> yeah
1: that would have been much worse i would not have completed my walk <laughs> I would have knocked myself out on a pillar
0: <laughs>
1: uh, god i don't live in a safe place <laughs> yeah it
0: doesn't sound like it there's
1: things everywhere anyway all
0: right what is yeah what do we do in this episode what oh, we we're talking
1: about uh, everyone's favorite
0: cryptid. It's Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, I don't think Scooby Doo is the cryptid. We've we've seen uh, him, although he does disappear I sometimes. Mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, with a
1: lot of the, with a lot of the takes on Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo is the only real cryptid. You know, it's always Old Man Jones in a rubber suit, and no one talks about the Great Dane that talks.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, he's just assumed <laughs> to be a rational existence.
1: Yeah, no, of course, dogs talk. All dogs talk <laughs> mm, yeah no um, yeah so we've we've covered two different bits of media for this it is going to be a slightly shorter than average episode just because there's only two of us um, uh, I covered a film specifically scooby-doo 2002 uh, electric boogaloo uh, <laughs> <laughs> that way have made it more interesting yeah true um, no that was sort of the live action. Uh, film from the early 2000s, starring such people as Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, which I thought was just a great coincidence of names, um, and Rowan Atkinson, uh, and you, and me as well technically because I also read it, uh, looked into the newer comic, Scooby Apocalypse.
0: Yes, the, this one was uh, began its run in May of 2016, so it's... Mm. Fairly recent, as far as any books I've covered, everything seems to have been in the last century or something. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, pull out my werewolf law from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah,
0: you know, as you
1: do, (laughs) as you do. You're not a hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. So, which would you like to cover Um, first?
0: We'll we'll go with the film. The film, I think, has less um, plot. Yeah yeah um, it, it really i'm is. not really concerned with the plot anyway I just want to get to the <laughs> the spooky bits mm those good good spooks um so yeah we've got scooby doo also
1: known as scooby doo the movie uh information it was directed by roger Gosnell uh I don't know anything else they've directed uh it's written by James Gunn apparently uh and was based on scooby-doo obviously uh we had Freddie prince jr sarah michelle geller matthew lillard uh linda cardellini and rowan atkinson sort of starring the more major roles um and yeah it was also fun fact didn't find this out until i checked the wikipedia page for this episode filmed in queensland australian film industry everyone
0: hooray <laughs> <laughs> i i pulled up um uh the director Roger Gosnell's, um yeah. It's not really as yeah. just a link. Um, so he's mm. uh, known for such treasures as um, Home Alone 3. Uh, ah. Never Been Kissed, which actually was pretty funny. Uh, Big Mama's House. You know, his comedy credentials aren't yeah. bad. Maybe bad, until we yeah. get to Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And then he did the live-action The Smurfs. What's uh, the live-action Smurfs? Uh, two, two of them, at least. No, I think Watch. three. Oh my God! Um, well, I, it's it's live action with a blend of CG. The Smurfs aren't. Oh, okay. So
1: I I didn't I didn't miss hearing about three Smurfs movies. I just only saw the animation trailers for the Smurfs. movies yeah. I guess there were people in those, like yes. real human people. Yeah. The, was everyone, Gargamel a person?
0: Yes. It was. um oh my God. Uh, is, is it Tony? <laughs> I think it's Tony Shaloub it Was Gargamel. Oh wow. No, no, uh... Now I gotta go look it up, because it's not Tony Shalhoub, it's, um... No. um, What's what's his name? I I I kind of want to watch those now. Uh, They're not... It's not bad. Um, Hank (laughs) Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, sorry. Hank Azaria, okay, yeah. I I guess I can
1: see that, yeah. Oh, I had no idea those were blend CG live-action films. I just assumed they were full CG, like every film for people under the age of 12 is these days. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, it has
0: um, Neil Patrick Harris, and he's the—I want to say he's the guy that the Smurfs interact with the most. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fair know. enough. I—I don't even think I've seen the whole. Th- I think I caught, caught part of it because um, yeah. my sister was mm. watching it or something. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So, uh, the anyway, the Smurfs. Yeah, <laughs> movie. Yeah. No, back back onto out out of Blue Land into. No, I don't have any segue for that. Dogland. <laughs> Do- uh Dog, dog Days. Dog yeah, days. Dogland. Um, those big big boys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my way of speaking has been affected by the internet. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, no, uh so this is this is a decent enough uh live action CG movie. Uh most of the CG is on Scooby, uh obviously. Um and it sorta of just deals with Uh, The characters of Mystery Inc. You know, your traditional Fred, Velma, Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby are having a parting of ways because they just don't get along anymore. It's very sad. Um, (laughs) We do start with the uh, the case of the Lunar Ghost, which is just a guy wearing helium balloons all
0: over himself
1: (laughs) to meet some (laughs) unspecified (laughs) end,
0: which, hey,
1: fair enough. He (laughs) wanted
0: stuff from the toy... Toy Factory? I think it was a Toy Factory.
1: Yeah, no, with no, with, yeah, no, with like um,
0: a horribly dangerous um, assembly line. <laughs> yeah, a
1: horribly dangerous assembly line. It was like a, it was just, it was some random celebrity. Is like, and that will teach you that you can run an economically sound financial business. Yeah, it was um, as a was, minor level celebrity. It was um, who was
0: that? No, it was Pamela Anderson.
1: Pamela Anderson? Really?
0: I thought so. Oh.
1: No, I, I watched this movie last week, I've already lost so much of it. Um, yeah, it
0: was Pamela Anderson, so that's not really a minor level level celebrity. Yeah, yeah, in fact, like, if anything, I, I she know, was bigger you're... back then than, than
1: now. Yeah, true, I'm sure she was a big get for the movie <laughs> back then. Um, but yeah, no, basically, Fred just takes all the credit, Daphne's fed up getting caught and being the damsel in distress, and Velma never gets credit for her plans. any of the planning. While Shaggy and Scooby are just like, can't we all just get along? Um, as they do, you
0: know.
1: Yeah, I th- I think the biggest revelation for this part for me was that Shaggy's the one who owns the mystery machine, and he's probably the most well-to-do out of all the characters because he just goes on vacation for two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think he was just he's living out of the van. Him. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they had to have some well some form of income because he's it's him buying so much food yeah and (laughs) scubert and they're just like (laughs) scubert chilling on the well they're still running they're running they're still detectives they're just not working they're not doing anything
1: spooky yeah yeah nothing with spooky creepy mysterious or paranormal in the name (laughs) yeah something like that um yeah, you know, um but they all separately get invites to go to the popular resort Spooky Island, owned by Emil Mondavarius, uh Rowan Atkinson.
0: <laughs> the sec- the second best part of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Rowan Atkinson's <laughs> he just pretty great in this choose
0: <laughs> choose the scenery. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um
1: yeah, and the the mystery here is that uh he's made this Spooky Island resort. And all these wild party-going sort of college teenage-ish people, millennials effectively now we could say, uh, are coming to party, but they're leaving as these sort of model stale brainwashed citizens. Uh, and he's he's very concerned about this because you know he's made a place for the young people, and uh, they're 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 being all weird. I don't know. Uh, his motivation is kind of not super clear, which fair enough he has a secret motivation. Uh, he's just like, Oh, people are coming and then they're going and I'm like, Well it's an amusement park.
0: A <laughs> well they're they're arriving happy and leaving lame. <laughs> yeah. They're sort But they're of...
1: still but there's still every day there's like this full plane of people arriving happy, so you can't be doing too badly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, the, the general, I, the idea put forth by various characters here is that the island was once ruled by these ancient creatures, uh, wiki says demons, but don't know if they actually ever used the word demon, um, until Mondavaris built the resort, and they're plotting, uh, their revenge.
0: <laughs> For having a you resort get, built on their sweet mm, island.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty nice island.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty nice uh, island. Yeah.
1: Um you know various spooky things happen you know there's um the the quote-unquote haunted rides where you know someone's behind the scenes pulling levers typical scooby-doo stuff but eventually we do actually get onto actual monsters which is a departure from certain traditional scooby-doo stuff uh, to be honest
0: Yes, um, and and also why we <laughs> ended up picking what we did because yeah. these are actual monsters, not yeah. dudes in a mask. No, uh, they're, in fact, parts. they're it's, it's the opposite. It's it's monsters in- wearing masks. masks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pe- people suits, people people suit. Yeah, um,
1: the, there's this great bit which is um in hidden in one of the rides is a reeducation school for the creatures. To learn human culture and it's just so cringy <laughs> don't worry dude <laughs> oh i didn't mean to crash your gig bro it's all fly <laughs> just teaching them the weird bad slang yeah like, you're not allowed to break your glass and say i will crush your bones if someone accidentally bumps into you, <laughs> you know, yeah unfortunately
0: kind of you know unfortunately
1: Mm. can't go around making threats um uh but yeah these creatures are they're real tall they're real kind of pink pink purple colored dudes they got a big long ears big grinny mouths with lots of sharp teeth um kind of a a, sort of a dog doggy face yeah um ooh ooh uh the well from harry potter prisoner of azkaban like that but with a flatter more comic face Yeah, it's just a big, tall, lanky thing, and purple. Obviously, Uh, they're shown to be like super elastic, which is used for comedic effect, like you know, people pulling on their faces. Velma gets drunk and like thinks it's someone in a mask and just like pulls. Like, come on, that's a cool mask. Take it off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's, there's some weird stuff. Um, but the the big deal is uh, they can't survive sunlight. And this is why they are inhabiting these human hosts. Like they can walk around in the day if they're wearing a person. Uh, and of course, you know, if you can knock them out of a person's body, they get covered in these little pustules. These sort of bo- they just break out in hives and then explode, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's actually quite gross. <laughs> Which I, I thought it was. A cool thing. than oh, they just turn to ash, or they catch fire, or something. You know, it's like they just have this really severe sun
0: allergy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it, um, it also looks like when they when the movie was in pre-production, uh, it wasn't mm. slated. We got like sort of a f- family-friendly version. Like, oh, the, okay. the original script for this was I don't think it was rated R, but a PG thirteen, um, more adult-oriented mm. um, instead of G comedy. Yeah. yeah, so it was playing toward. <laughs> more nostalgia so they're aiming this at um i guess yeah. would have been my age or older yeah. Um, yeah at the time and um some parts of that like still make it into the cut so uh yeah. one of um uh, i guess shaggy's ill-fated <laughs> love interest um, mary jane <laughs> um yes uh, yeah in the actual version of the script i believe he was supposed to be like a pothead so yeah, they just kind of it was, they kind of kept that as a, mm, a funny nod with um, this girl yeah, named to Mary Jane. Mary Jane,
1: oh, like that's my favorite name. <laughs> yeah, and you know other stuff with like after the two years later, we close in on the Mystery Machine, and it's just Shaggy and Scooby really excited about something. There's this big puff of smoke. It's like, oh, it's time to get toasted, and he's flipping naan breads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it works. Jokes. It's still pretty funny Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, no, that's that's interesting that they were going for a darker tone initially. I would have liked to see that. To I, I would have too. Um, would have been interesting.
0: And I think, um, Just looking, where is it at? It's all the way at the bar. It's actually a fairly lengthy, um, Wikipedia page. Um, yeah,
1: it's very well written out. Someone is... Someone's, uh, a,
0: a fan. Um... Mm must have been matt
1: (laughs) what hold on in 2017 the 15th anniversary of the release of the film james gunn the screenwriter revealed in a facebook post that there was an r-rated cut of the film and that cgi was used to remove cleavage from the female cast members (laughs) yeah
0: that's the part i was looking for so oh
1: wow
0: i want to watch the uh (laughs) that version yeah yeah would, yeah, I mean, it would have sense. had to be considerably oh. different if it's yeah. R-rated. They would have had to have mm. re- like filmed a lot of... Oh, man. Okay. They they had a gay kiss. <laughs> yes, there was a, a gay kiss, Daphne to...
1: kissed. That be... didn't make the final cut. Oh, It, it, it uh, was the I only
0: can... way to remove the... De- or, uh, Clearly. The re- only way to properly al- realign your their soul. souls, yes. Um, so that, that's another effect of um, the, mm. the demonic possession. possession. So they have a device that pulls people's souls out, and then mm-hmm. with the soul being ripped out, um, the demon is free to inhabit your body and just wear it. Sands, um, you know, your yeah. your personality and intellect is not in there anymore. It's it's in a big yeah. vat of stew, <laughs> soup, soupy. soupy yeah, they just they just got this big cauldron of souls. Uh, <laughs> Which is pretty
1: metal, cauldron of souls. Uh, Shaggy, Shaggy's real, uh, real harsh sometimes. He pulls a pulls the wrong soul out and is like, "Uh, sorry, man, I'm just looking for my buddies and throwing." <laughs> he it back throws it
0: back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, at, at, like we'll find. I think with the comic, um, Shaggy mm. pretty much carries the show as far as the casting is oh, concerned. Yeah. He's the, yeah, the, the, best, well the best. Uh, it's not even just the casting, he's just well written. Also, um, that, yeah. And he gets a lot of screen no. time. And I think that they understood that and gave him as much screen time as they could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, his voice, because I watched this
1: while I was fairly young, his voice is really stuck. For me, as the voice of Sharky. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well he's um, Matthew Lillard uh, since 2010 has done the animated voice of Shaggy in all media or all animated yeah yeah Yeah. I I guess you could say the film set him up for that (laughs) yeah of course yeah he's doing
1: well with it that's good no it's, it's it's that sort of half broken slightly grating but really laid back voice that I don't know like I was reading Scooby Apocalypse and that was the voice that kept springing to mind even though Shaggy looks so different in that <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh yeah so uh eventually in the film we find out that uh Rowan Atkinson is not himself he's a robot piloted by a puppy he's a little Jaeger <laughs> <laughs> um and it's it's scrappy Doo, everyone's favorite member of mystery inc uh is just Scooby's younger brother in this setting, I guess. Uh, I think like it's cousin, his, ne- his nephew. Nephew? Nephew. Um who in today's parlance would be an alt right alpha male. <laughs> is that too far <laughs> he, off? To uh, he's He bullies everyone, he pisses. he pisses on Daphne to try and mark his territory. <laughs> yeah, you know? oh and
0: he has a he has a glandular disorder. He's so he's not actually social. Yeah, he's not actually a puppy. He's, He's a great dame, but he's, like, two feet tall. <laughs> yeah. it's just <laughs> a, a, funny. A, a dwarf um, version.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cute, except he's just a real nuisance. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. So obnoxious. Years, <laughs> years, back, years back, they got rid of him, and this is his elaborate revenge. Uh, is he's going to use a pure soul, uh, Scooby-Doo's soul is apparently pure. I guess, I guess gluttony isn't really a sin, if you're a dog. Um... <laughs> And he's going to take that pure soul and uh, the item used to remove people's
0: souls, the Demon Ritus? Demon Ritus? Demon Ritus, which is demon a, Ritus, yeah. a, dumb, a dumb name <laughs> a MacGuffin thing. Yeah, it's, it's the demon
1: object. Ooh, scary. Um, no, he's going to use that to take Scoob's soul and uh, gain the power to rule or destroy the world, because yeah. he's, he's that
0: kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, it's va- yeah. <laughs> vague uh, motivations and. Vague look, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, he's got small dog syndrome. <laughs> yeah, and a, a touch of like megalomania. Um, Just a touch. They, uh, mm. Well, I guess the the design on the demon Ritus was kind of cool. It reminded yeah. me a little bit of the puzzle box from um, Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, yeah, or, or like an or uh, one of those origami like. So it's a pyramid, mm. and yeah. it unfolds, um, but those pieces also unfold. So it's like one of those things you yeah. do to, like, uh, yeah, you, you yeah. know, in the schoolyard, yeah, okay. and you pick you pick yeah, yeah. the numbers. I don't I know, know what they're called. It's really funny, because technically those are supposed to be, or at least in the origami books, those are salt and pepper shakers, mm. shaker holders. Oh, like you're supposed to okay. invert it, and you can put things in yeah, the little yeah. pouches. <laughs> but kid, kids turn them into fortune telling like, devices
1: well yeah kids will be kids um, yeah no it looks a lot like one of those it's the pyramid that opens out into four little pyramids and there's a, a half ser- half sphere in the middle that you can rotate to then further open it up and open another land it's all covered in these inscriptions it does look really cool um, and there's actually a fair bit of focus on it so I'm sure whoever designed the prop was very
0: happy <laughs> Or just, um, like, berating themselves because they did a lot of close-ups on the stuff and the art on the inside of it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, it was a little rough on the inside. Um, but
1: as a whole thing, I really like the design of it. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no,
0: uh, so Scoob gets a, gets his soul sucked up. Yes? I'm, I'm, um, yeah, it doesn't get put into yeah. anything. It's just, like, he. so when your soul's removed, you're... you're You're reduced to protoplasm, but it's just your head. Mm. So it's a floating, Floating like, bad CGI head (laughs) of (laughs) all of the cast. Um, Scooby was the only one that looked fine because he was already CG. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's his secret.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, um, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, um, and at some point in all this, Scrappy absorbs some of the souls from the cauldron and turns into this giant...
0: Super Shredder. I monster, mean, um... <laughs> super Shredder.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, he he just swells to these huge proportions. Um, it's really weird, because it starts with his head, so his head just goes... And it's a tiny little body teetering around, and then one arm gets big, and, and, you know, traditional monster transformation. But it's just this giant anthropomorphic dog, basically. Like a, o- ogre dog, because he's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's very beefy. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, and you know it's a kids' film, so there's very rarely a credible physical threat. I think the closest we get is um, Daphne beating
0: up a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it. Was a it was a pretty decent. It's just yeah. really funny because you, you know, we're um, Sarah Michelle Gellers who portrayed mm. um, Daphne, and at the time, yeah. everyone would have been like, "Oh, that's Buffy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> From, yeah, and she's very she's you know physically fighting monsters in um, mm. uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but she's not like. She's sort of athletically fit. Like it's it's really weird. She looked skinnier in this than I think yeah. she did before. Um mm, but Buffy had definitely. ended, so she wasn't she wasn't taking she wasn't portraying that role anymore. Yeah. Um yeah. but she just is not she's not a, a, an imposing person like in any no. <laughs> sense of the word. Um and she's just like manhandling this wrestler and it's it's funny. Mm. Um yeah, the no. It's, but, uh, it's a good
1: sequence. It's just a yeah. little weird.
0: Um, well, well, it's 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 the start, I think, um, of her being, and they, they they play with this in the, in the film itself, but um, mm. less of the damsel in distress that she's been in the series, um, yeah, up, up to yeah. this point, point. and from here on, it's uh, her character is established to having um, trained or known um, several martial arts, so she's yeah. Uh, not the damsel in distress, which is—I mean—it's yeah. good character yeah, development. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably like forty years overdue at that point. But, um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, They—they got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh,
1: that's that's really—we've got these sunlight allergic demons. We've got Mega Scrappy doo uh, and his little Rowan Atkinson robot. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so. I, I, I still think my favorite part of the film is um when there's just this at the end of the film there's this banging on this hatch and just pulls up and then it's Rowan Atkinson in the full uh,
0: the the, Jum- full, um, the Jumanji
1: <laughs> the full, yeah the full Jumanji beard and hair just crawling like I've been locked down there for months
0: <laughs> oh, what year is it
1: <laughs> <laughs> the little dog came for a casting audition then tossed me in a pit and built a robot off me <laughs> It's so weird. It's just such a weird idea that, like, yeah, at some point, Scrappy had to physically overpower a fully grown human in order for this plan to go off. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, that this is an interesting solution to the demon problem. So, if your de- if your if your soul, your protoplasm head thing, is released from the vat of vat, the big cauldron of souls, and goes back into your body, the demon will pop out. Uh, which is a problem because the end scene is in this big underground cavern, and so what they do is they get the big skull disco ball and load in through the top, and so this one one bit of sunlight illuminating the cavern gets scattered everywhere. They knock over the vat, demons everywhere. They all start blowing up, etc. etc. Yeah, they basically I was, yeah they they stole uh, that from Legend.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Another another <laughs> one we should probably cover because there's all kinds of. Uh, spookies in that movie, Ooh, yeah, um, and Tom Cruise. Uh, re- really, that's yeah. Uh, well, um, spooky, yeah, that's that's uh, pretty that's much the really movie. just the movie. Um, we, got, we
1: got two two monsters. Uh, neither of which are super rooted in anything, as far as we can tell.
0: No, just these um the idea of like the body hopping demons. That's that's pretty prevalent. Mm. Um, yeah, in, yeah, in that's been done. popular culture.
1: I just thought they used it nicely. It was... It was an interesting take for Scooby-Doo, especially, you know... Oh, there's actual monsters for once. (laughs) (laughs) Which they get to play on the whole thing of. There's no such thing as monsters until, you know, a swarm of demons attacks the resort at night. And they're, okay, well, maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, and then another another, um, instance of there being, um... Being actual monsters would be in uh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which I don't... Mm. I don't know if we'll ever get around to covering but personally I'm yeah. going to look into it cuz I remember enjoying that as a as a, a young mm, lad. Mm. Um and though and it has Vincent Price. So oh, yeah. that's, that's already cool. a win win-win scenario right there.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's um 2002's uh Scooby Doo uh, which did really well in the box office it uh yeah it, it had a budget of eighty four million and it grossed um 7 wow. million. so they made back wow. their money enough to do a sequel um which I did not watch yeah. uh, uh,
1: i did it was okay
0: i think Ify. it had the it had the better like um cameo cast, oh I guess if we're since it's hmm. Scooby-Doo, we should probably talk about the cameos super briefly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, aside from Pamela Anderson, um, there was also <laughs> Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray the band yeah. who was popular at the time. Um, they made yeah. a band appearance on the island.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sort of adds to the verisimilitude. You've got this big popular resort. There's all the rage, of course. They're going to try and get the, uh, at the time, popular band to play.
0: And then um, didn't feel too intrusive, yeah, there uh nicholas hope um was another cameo mm. um apparently he is an Australian actor, uh, oh. so I think that may have been why he was included, possibly it's, mm, yeah i don't- <laughs> I don't recognize any of the movies that uh he was in.
1: Huh. Oh well. <laughs> Who
0: knows? <laughs> and then Nicola Bonas, um, Oh, and a uh, New Zealand actress. Oh, that's um, nice. Was, was also in there. Um, again, uh, it was, mm. it looks like she's more of a TV TV yeah. series, yeah, uh, there anything. But those were the those were the notable. Cameos in the film uh, that Scooby Doo, yeah, um, she was on likes to, to do, list, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they,
1: they like to do some cameos. Um, but that is that is more or less, I would say, uh, the live action Scooby Doo. <laughs> yep, two thousand two. It, it is it is a fun movie. It's not a it's not a great movie, but if you've got an hour and a half to spare and you got nothing better to do.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's worth it just for uh, Rowan Atkinson and um, Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're both very fun.
1: Um, so with that, shall we move on to Scooby Apocalypse? Which yes, I really Scooby liked.
0: Apocalypse. This was great. I I I, mm. I picked this <laughs> just for the cover, um, or I guess mm. based on the cover. Uh, yeah, because. Yeah. This incarnation, what this is, is a reboot um, spinning off of the original scooby Doo, Where Are You um, TV series from 1969. Um, yep. So they're using the the idea uh, of those characters, but in a, um, a contemporary setting. Um, so it's it's set in ostensibly modern day, uh, yeah. just based on the, the popular culture and things that they're referencing <laughs> or... or or showing yeah. to technology. Um, so it's not Flower Power 60s. Um, uh, <laughs> although they, the, the story itself starts out basically set in... Um, I think they call it something else, but it's Burning Man. <laughs> the Burning yeah, Man Festival. Yeah, uh, they, call, they call it Blazing
1: Man, <laughs> yeah, which Blazing I feel Man. is even more on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it's probably
0: more appropriate. Um, oh, but anyway, on, on the cover, uh, we have Shaggy, who has this the best he's beard fantastic. ever fantastic i i really
1: love this shaggy because yeah he's got that big he's got that big um fairly long but very robust beard but then he's got the very finely styled mustache and also yeah. a really nice sleeve tattoo um
0: yeah he's uh he's, th- he's this may cool. be the best <laughs> version of a shaggy uh, that we've been mm. graced with yeah. um it feels good as like a more modern shaggy yeah i feel yeah. Uh, well, one thing that I think I was mildly um, disappointed on was mm. the um, the the artist um, that took care of the covers for these and then did some of the paneling is uh, Jim yeah. Lee, and his works good. But they changed Shaggy's beard on the inside, mm. like inside as you go through the issues. Um, yeah, it's, it's more of just yeah. a goatee. It still has a cool mustache, but it's not the huge. Yeah. Beard. Um, no yeah. it's really funny it's cause that's, that's cool almost the, the beard I have right now it's it's almost that length so I'm, uh, work, I'm working dude. on the shaggy
1: yeah oh that's good <laughs> do a cosplay sometime yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have to find a wig I <laughs> don't have any yeah, yeah well, true <laughs> um yeah you know um Velma seems really short in this I'll just put that out there. I don't know if it's just uh, like the framing of a lot of shots, and on certain covers as well.
0: Yeah, on the cover, she just looks like a child.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. Um, Daphne and Fred are both pretty good designs, I'd say, though.
0: Yeah, they're they seem the most traditional, I guess. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. feel they got as much of it. Well, Fred in particular. Um, yeah feels just like fred like like there's not a lot of design you can do to to update him and he also has a little tribal tattoo going on yeah uh, they
1: made him they made him a bit stockier than the average fred but not much more so um he's definitely the muscle
0: of the group yeah
1: yeah i i honestly think the uh the most modern uh, addition to character designs is probably scooby and his emoji helmet yeah it's
0: it's pretty funny (laughs)
1: He's got a little, um, he's got a lens thing with a little holographic projector so he can emote, uh, cause he can't speak very well and obviously dog facial expressions and not always a hundred percent to what they're trying to express, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, the general premise of this is, um, it is somewhat modern day, but a tiny bit futuristic, I'd say, uh, just, just based, based on, on technology, yeah. You know? based on technology. Yeah. Um. So Fred and Daphne are sort of an, a journalist duo, Fred's the cameraman, Daphne's the actual investigative journalist. Um Shaggy is a dog minder and dog trainer for a military uh project. Scooby is one uh the prototype smart dog <laughs> which is weird um and they actually explain why he can talk. Uh it's because he's had a plant uh, a chip implanted, I should say, uh, in his cerebral cortex to stimulate language. Uh, and Velma is actually a doctor working at the same place, a researcher. In this complex, yeah.
0: Um, in this... They just call it the complex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very mysterious. <laughs> yeah, so um, Daphne and Fred uh, are... Daphne. It. Working together, they're, she's the host of her own um, mm. s- sort of a syndicated show, um, Daphne Blake's yeah. Mysterious Mysteries, um, and for <laughs> some reason or another it's hosted on a knitting network. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, they, got, they got pushed to 4am on the knitting channel. <laughs> because no one wanted
1: to see their show
0: yeah and then I think Fred takes a dig saying that their only audience is um these old ladies insomnia <laughs> oh, yeah and then apparently shaggy's grandma actually watches
1: yeah that's what it was as
0: well which is very funny <laughs> well, it's what's at 4 am was is gonna be watching on the knitting network <laughs> um that's not a huge yeah. fan base but um no, no, no. her no. her credentials are solid because she worked for um a reputable um Mm, i think it was a newspaper no, yeah I don't uh, so, uh, she said she could have won a pulitzer if she wanted to if she wanted to
1: which yeah mm. wasn't just wasn't aiming for that at that point in her life i guess yeah. um yeah
0: and so um what happens is they uh they're not at this um blazing man festival for the for the festivities um it's a it's a rendezvous point for a contact that she's made um in regard to some large uh newsworthy Mm. opportunity and and they don't have the details in particular on this but um she's um dragged uh, fred along since he's her cameraman and Mm. uh they're they're meeting with their their mysterious um contact uh who turns out to be velma yeah which I
1: mean, what are the odds that this massive music festival is held like a hundred feet above a secret research complex? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess Bla- I guess Burning Man is out in the middle of it's out in the middle of the desert nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. And it's, a, and and it's and in uh, Nevada, and there's Area Fifty One. Yeah. so They're they're just playing yeah, with true. that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and at the same time as there. Uh, looking to meet their contact, uh, Shaggy has snuck Scooby out of the complex for a walk
0: because he's a dog,
1: um, and, <laughs> and
0: they, they just want to. They, f- they want to get food at the uh, the festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they they take a bit of a dig
1: at uh, I would say millennial food culture because the closest thing they can find to a pepperoni pizza is uh, gluten free vegan, yeah, with
0: tofu, cheese and no tomato sauce. Yeah, and neither of them like it. They're... <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're food hounds in every sense of the traditional word um, mm. for their characterization, yeah. but even they have apparently have standards and they won't eat this um, <laughs> super vegan um, pizza. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, well. Um, yeah, and so... Uh, God, brain. Uh, <laughs> Fred and Daphne... Uh, Are just kind of hanging out the Rendez point, just talking, you know, arguing mostly because Fred thinks she shouldn't have thrown away her career for her for her personal show. Um, and Velma comes up from beneath the rock because you know hidden hidden facilities. And Fred just
0: goes mole people and throws a <laughs> camera at her and knocks her out. <laughs> the, the best part is he's totally called out on it. <laughs> and yeah. He's like. Whoa mole people? <laughs> These aren't real? And he said, like, you never know. <laughs> they, and they, they allude to um, more of their back history and they, they of course, yeah, go, go around the yeah. country you know, investigating weird things and, and he talks about some strange events that uh, may have occurred prior mm. to the comic uh, which has engendered in him a fear of <laughs> mole people. <laughs> mole people.
1: <laughs> which is good. I like when characters start with History. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's good. Without doing, like, you know, an exposition dump, it's just references showing um, that there is a world beyond, uh, you know, the, yeah, Im- the immediate yeah. circumstances.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, this assault on Velma gets Scooby-Doo's attention because, I guess, his special eyewear also has some uh, friend-foe
0: monitoring. Well, it's, li- it's, and- it's linked to his nervous system, and um, yeah. It's, oh, okay. Uh, that makes more sense. Velma ends up we'll find out shortly that she is one of the top scientists in this um, mm. facility and she yeah. did i think some of the design work on uh the smart on, on the, the, the smart, smart dog, dog program dog. um <laughs> so they i don't know if it's all the dogs but at least scooby is keyed into her like vitals and because she was like yeah. rendered unconscious um it sent angry. an alert yeah and so he. <laughs> He's he's not a small dog. It's a great name, and you yeah, you get you get that boy. sense in this more than I think in other um, incarnations mm. because he definitely uh, while he has that goofy Scoob look, he can mm. switch over to an angry large dog attack mode. <laughs> yeah, which was
1: which was really jarring for me because I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've seen Scooby be anything close to threatening. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and they call it out um, in the... Uh, yeah.
1: In, ...in the comic as well. Mm. I just like the initial reaction of Fred is like, oh, it's a werewolf. Yeah. He's... It, it's he's good. Really, It's good stuff. He's really twitchy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, Shaggy catches up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They, they go for a tour of the complex... Uh, you know, sort of get to know all the top secret stuff, which uh, the sort of the central plot seems to be: the complex was working to improve humanity uh, by releasing
0: nanites <laughs> into everybody, <laughs> into everyone, <laughs> and and make everyone. Um, I don't think they they said passive specifically, but it's supposed um, to um, no. Their, their their initial goal was to
1: remove baser desire is like greed and violence and hatred yeah they were like targeting that. like
0: bad traits but you know once yeah. you start doing that it's yeah at, at some point <laughs> they do say they were specifically going to engender passivity yeah
1: or something like that um yeah you know they they went oh we could improve the world so much for us perhaps um <laughs> uh but the the real kicker of this is they've already released the nanites all over the world it's being done uh they just haven't been activated yet uh and you know Velma uh wants to blow the whistle so to speak uh on this so she's like well this is this has gone too far um there's the constant little illusions that she's actually one of the the top people you know she's like talking about the four people in charge and you know, one panel she nearly slips up and says the five. I mean the four. Definitely not the five. Um, <laughs> it's just uh,
0: she, she's she's uh, not a super people person. <laughs> no, they they doubled down on that. She has like yeah. social anxiety. Um, yeah, uh, which is nice. I don't it's know relatable. if you got to the the issue, but they they do an uh, an entire like segment of her backstory and explain. Exactly why she's working, where she's working, and what happened from her childhood mm. to her, you know, her, her no, life. I, I
1: got through, the, I got through the first couple issues, so I ended where they got to
0: the Mystery Machine. Okay, yeah, then I think, it, yeah, I think it's, even the, it's even the next part um, where it, yeah. it does it does a, a giant uh, flashback for you know, oh, okay. half an cool. issue or something, um, explaining the entire situation. But yeah, just just okay. from Velma's point of view, because she doesn't actually—it's reader benefit. She doesn't tell mm. the group what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Still, <laughs> she's she kept she kept that close to the vest. Because again, um, yeah. we're getting uh, an origin story for um, the, you know Mystery Inc. It's not yeah. uh, they're not all together prior to this, so no, they're no, just they're learning just each about other. each other. You know, yeah. um, other than sort of it's paired off where. Velma knows mm. Shaggy, and um, Fred and knows Daphne. Fred and Daphne,
1: yeah, know each other. Which I think is really cool to see sort of a startup thing. It also, overall, so far at least, has a much darker tone <laughs> than a lot of oh, Stevie yeah. do stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people die in this. <laughs> like it's, a lot. It's not shy on that. Poor front. Becky. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, while they're sort of exploring and touring the facility, they enter what's called the safe zone. Uh, which is apparently where the top tier scientists had planned to sort of hide out once they activated the nanites and just kind of wait yeah, for the walls it's to like a, um, a security yeah.
0: bunker or whatever, whatever or Yeah, class, yeah.
1: It, it's a very flashy security bunker <laughs> they got they got nice couches a lounge everything yeah the safe zone um, and while they're there, uh, an alarm goes off and the nanites are activated, which is kind of our beginning of the actual story, because uh, they didn't remove everyone's base trait, uh, baser desires and traits, and they didn't engender passivity or make people docile slaves or anything. Uh, they just turned everyone to horrible mutants, which is yeah, yeah,
0: it's like the opposite, <laughs> the opposite of uh, the exact opposite. <laughs> Everything they said they were. Taking out, they turned on.
1: Yeah, uh, which is, there, there's this really good panel uh, just right after the alarm goes off of, you know, you've got the Wolfman, you've got the, the thing from the Black Lagoon, you've got the mummy and a troll and an actual werewolf and stuff, like just showing what's going on at Blazing Man upstairs, basically. Uh, getting some cool, sort of classic monsters in a slightly newer design. Which I want to know what kind of <laughs> mutation you induced to turn someone into a mummy,
0: complete <laughs> with bandages. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they uh, they took a lot of artistic license and um. Yeah. They, every, everyone well, should just probably be running around naked. Uh, <laughs> they all got I they mean, all got they, much maybe larger, he was so. That. Yeah, they did. Um, or, they ha- or they have to seek out like he just went yeah. and found. I'm only more comfortable yeah. if I have these things on and just ripped up some clothes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, and we get, we get a bit of backstory for Shaggy and Scooby, uh, where Scooby was the prototype smart dog, but because he's nowhere near as smart as the actual smart dogs, they just keep beating
0: him up. Um, yeah. Well, he's like, not as big either. He's like the runt of the litter. Yeah. I think they literally say, um, yeah. And, yeah. uh, Shaggy's brought in to, um, to, to train the dogs, um, specifically for military interests. Like he... Mm. What he thinks of his job and the role of the complex is a—it's like a military-industrial complex—and yeah. what the actual nature of it is is, is different. So um, that's also plays into his relationship with um, Velma. Is he's yeah. he very te- disgusting. He, it's first. really weird because even though she's higher in the hierarchy, um, mm. there's still a lot of like compartmentalization of information. So Shaggy. Yeah. As the dog trainer has more power with security, mm. like he's yeah. able, he she, she's able worried amp-poses. that he would rat her out to security. Yeah. Because she's sneaking in um, Fred and Daphne into this, you know, uh, clandestine facility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is why he's tagging along. She basically yeah. convinced him to not tell on them and then just come along with them. Yeah. Um, but you know,
1: Shaggy, you know, in his flashback, shows that he's got a real way with dogs. Uh, like he just walks into a room of all these dogs wearing these uh, this armor and these sort of, again, these emote lenses, but those only do the eyebrows apparently. Um, yeah, <laughs> and just gets them all to back off very easily. It's like, well, that's that's uh, that's a pretty impressive audition. You've got the job, etc. <laughs> he is no the deal. dog. Um, the dog whisperer. Yeah, he he really appears to be I don't, there's there's um, god there's an, there's, an, there's just a little offhand comment from uh, Velma at some point where some of the dogs can talk better than Shaki <laughs> and i just she's, I think she's talking about why Scooby's a failure considered a failure because you know he can barely talk and some of the other dogs can like
0: hold extended intelligent conversations yeah uh, and the characters yeah. take a lot of digs at each other um, yeah. Especially yeah. in this beginning part, uh, I'm. I'll have to pick up volume two because the story itself is really mm. inter- interesting. I just didn't want to yeah. shell out another, you know, fourteen dollars for mm. a comic just now.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you can. Um, yeah. No, it seems super interesting so far. So um, the f- facility is filled with mutants. Um, there's a lot of, from an art perspective, there's a lot of really nice variety, which I like. Yeah, like, they're uh, you start with. Start they're with playing the with like ha- Half Life. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It reminds me
0: of Half Life and Resident Evil. Like, that's what mm. they're going with this underground complex. Um, and the, yeah. the monster designs are very, um, almost like Lovecraftian. Like, they're mm. very spooky. <laughs> yeah, they really are.
1: Oh, gee, Scoop. <laughs> um, yeah, like the first one is just a guy. I, I, I feel like it's, um, like, it's a Blair Witch reference because he's just standing at the end of a corridor staring at a corner in a lab coat. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they uh, Velma goes up to him and he's transformed into this horrible, eyeless, many-toothed horror. Uh, and we see Scooby actually fight, which is kind of cool for such a passive character normally.
0: Yeah. Oh, we, we'll get to watch him fight, <laughs> like, repeatedly. Yeah. He's definitely... He has his moments of... Pseudo bravery or an aggression. Um, yeah. While yeah. still maintaining his character, uh, yeah. they, they yeah. did a good job uh, writing. I think everybody.
1: Mm. It's like they sort of just realize, oh, for all the years we've had this massive, massive dog <laughs> running around. Like Great Danes are big and they're scary if you're, you know, if you're not a fan of dogs. And I mean, they're dogs. They can bite. They can run. They can bowl people over. They just never really done anything with that up until now which Scoob is a secret military project in this one I mean it's fair enough yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's allowed to be a bit more aggressive (laughs) um a a little later on Daphne just straight up shoots someone (laughs) which is like really just getting into it
0: (laughs) yeah they they all end up doing that um they since it's a you know secret Military facility. There's like, also crazy, super weapons, weapons. <laughs> like yeah. lying around, la- laser rifles yeah. and all, yeah, kinds of, yeah. all kinds of goodies. Um, so the crew gets <laughs> suitably armed, um, and as I, as you mentioned before, um, they they get their um, mystery machine, which yeah. uh, is a tankified um, yeah ATV. Like uh, yeah, it's truck? it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know it what it was like originally, but truck. it's. But it's definitely like armored, an armored uh, personnel mm. carrier. Yeah, no, it's
1: super cool. I really like um, the design for that as well.
0: Yeah, and it looks like on the inside, it's almost uh, um sort of like an RV, you know, where it has like living quarters yeah. and stuff. It's it's yeah. it's a kitted out which um, is yeah beast of a machine, which uh, yeah definitely comes in handy, handy as they go yeah. because. They, they, a regular regular cloth. vehicle, yeah, a regular vehicle would not have withstood um, any of what they put this thing through. No, um, definitely not. And we also run into uh, other variants of um, these monsters, and so some of them are just mindless beasts, mm. and others um, have retained, if not their personality, like uh, their intellect. Um, and yeah, so we we, we, yeah. we run, run across a few characters that um, are trying to trick um, the the group, uh, basically like mm-hmm. get them to let down their guard so they can murder them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's honestly
1: about as far as I've read. Um, anything else
0: you would like to add on that? Uh, yeah. So what we also run into um, shortly, like, it's literally, probably literally mm. the next scene, um, yeah, uh, is vampires and some ghouls, uh, okay, so that nice. it, it kicks itself up a notch, um, the yeah. vampires are more of a, like, a traditional, uh, maybe sort of like the, the vampires in, um, John Carpenter's, uh, vampires, mm. film, yeah, um, where they're it's still intelligent uh, and has like regenerative powers. Yeah. Okay. Also, kind of looked like a rockabilly, <laughs> so I think that <laughs> yeah. was just that just happened to I'm be what the, du- the what the dude was. Uh, yeah. D- you know, dressed up as wow. originally. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get to. Even though they're using these um, high spec weapons, uh, the the vampire. Like regenerates and reassembles even after having its like torso blown off. Oh wow! So okay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, they're playing like fast and loose with like any actual yeah. um, monster lore. Mm-hmm. And I think if anything had it, had its top half just like obliterated, it, <laughs> it shouldn't be regenerating. <laughs> but this guy does. Yeah. Um, but but it's very slow. So they uh, they realize yeah, what's yeah. happening and just you know book it and get out of there. Um, they run into a. Uh, plant girl Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's a looks like a little girl um and she has you can see like a weird line on her face but then what happens is her head splits open like petals with um tentacles and teeth so (laughs) um they're doing like i'm really interested in going to the next volume because their their creature design is just like all over the place, um, in a good way. Yeah. Um, (laughs) they have a lot of, uh, strange, strange gremlin guys, um, that, Mm -hmm. uh, don't have a human intelligence, like, they'll, they're, they get distracted, and they forget about something if you can't, if they can't see it, so they're, they're chasing after the group, and the group hides in a a room, and the, the monsters are banging on the door, but after a few minutes, they, forget what they're, like, after and, um, just kind of wander off. But, you know, that becomes a credible threat because they're just wandering around yeah. waiting to murder people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds really cool. I'm gonna have to read
0: the rest of this. Yeah, I, um, once it goes through, uh, Velma's backstory, I think it, it puts a lot of, of the puzzle pieces together, um, and we see mm. exactly who these the four are and, um, what her Standing in the um, complex mm-hmm. is and the opening scene of the book, um, I believe is uh, not Daphne Velma. Velma is responsible specifically for um, releasing the nanites because she yeah. was under the impression, you know, of, of what their goals of the yeah. of the group it was. Gonna be was. World. So it's, <laughs> she's like joyfully like releasing them over Paris. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now, of course, feels responsible because she literally, yeah, um, yeah. turned potentially the entire world um, into monsters. Although some people, yeah, for some reason or another, are immune, so they do run across um, people it's that haven't it's... been turned into monsters. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. We'll find out in volume two. <laughs> what, yeah. What goes exactly. On with that.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, people listening,
0: uh, you should. Really check this out. It's got yeah, beautiful art as it's well. It's really good, um, even though we spoiled the entire yeah. <laughs> Volume 1 plot for you.
1: <laughs> uh, it's only like the first few issues. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there's, still, there's still plenty. We glossed over a lot of actual dialogue
0: and stuff. <laughs> we did. Um, that's that's pretty much uh, what we're going to cover for, for Scooby, at least in the, the current episode. Um, we did get some feedback. Mm. So Ooh, let, me good. let me pull it up. Excellent. It's um not Excellent. in regard to um old Scoobert but do um, Oh no. Scoobert's that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um it's from our buddy Mike Zombie at Zombie Security. Hey, awesome. Uh, did us a solid, um and wrote in uh werewolf stuff. So I'll I'll I will i have not pulled out so I'll just read it okay so here's my werewolf post take number two because he he sent it and it um <laughs> it was using his phone so it it deleted it on accident and, like I think oh, he no. backed out of it and it was gone so we had to, re- to rewrite the oh whole that thing. sucks yeah i've done that before too um yeah so trying to send stuff to salt Reporter, or dark insight and i was like oh no <laughs> i'm gonna remember what i said um so really enjoyed the episode so he, he wrote this um uh after our werewolf episode, so sort of yeah. sort of response to the werewolf yeah. episode. Yeah, um, that's good. And yeah, guys, send us send us stuff in afterwards. That's fine. We'll, uh, as you can see, include it in the next show. Um, <laughs> werewolves were one of my favorite creatures to read about as a kid. One book I read went into the various ways that a person could become a werewolf, whether by intention or accident. Some of some have been mentioned, like getting bitten by a werewolf or wearing a wolf fur belt. One method I read about that seemed way too simple was to sleep with the moonlight falling on your face on a Wednesday or Friday. (laughs) So, of course, I had to try, (laughs) but no such luck. If that method actually worked, we'd be drowning in accidental werewolves. Or accidental wolves. (laughs) Another method involved drinking rainwater that had collected in a wolf's paw print.
1: Oh yeah, I remember
0: hearing that. Yeah, I um, I don't probably didn't read the same book, but uh, in elementary school, I think I had found mm. something similar. Um, that I think had a lot yeah. of these folk, uh, uh self curses mm. or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, <laughs> like ways to turn into a werewolf. Um, so hey, yeah, kids, you so, want to have fun? Yeah, yeah, kids, <laughs> drink this. Want some of this water? It's wolf water. Um, <laughs> So he continues on. Uh, one of my favorite true stories that I like to share about is the Beast of Gevaudan or la bête mm. de Gevaudan in français. Uh, in the late yeah. 1700s in the former province of Gevaudan in France, a beast was attacking and killing locals. The attacks took place over several years, and estimates of up, and estimates of people killed ranged from 60 up to well over 100. The beast was mm. described as resembling a wolf but being the size of a calf. The beast would frequently target solitary shepherds and avoid going after groups of people. Eventually, the attacks drew the king's attention, and Louis XXV sent a pair of royal wolf hunters to kill the beast. The hunters killed several wolves and believed that they had ended the wolf threat, but whoopsie, the attacks kept happening. <laughs> Eventually, a, noble, a local noble shot the beast and the killings stopped. Some theorized that the beast was a hybrid offspring of a wolf with a large dog or that it may have been a lion or hyena that it had been transported and escaped its cage. Or maybe it was a werewolf, and he took off his girdle, or someone said his name three times. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a neat mystery. Uh, oh, he has a postscript here. so P.S. You guys briefly mentioned the massive ladder in Metal Gear 3. Here's a little <laughs> spoiler about it. The ladder only goes on as long as the Snake Eater song is playing. If you start to climb and stop when the song plays, then wait until the song ends. The top of the ladder will be right there. <laughs> I didn't
1: know that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I uh, I interjected in his response because he, when he brought up the um, beast of uh, Kivaran, um mm. yeah. I, I mm. let him know that uh, we were familiar with that legend uh, probably through the film, the excellent film, uh, Brotherhood yeah. of the Brotherhood Wolf of or of the uh, Wolf. Uh, Le Pacte Nou, yeah. which... Um, yeah we'll probably cover that and I, I told them we definitely, would definitely um, definitely so uh, you look forward to that in a future episode
1: yeah well thanks for the feedback yeah yeah thanks <laughs> Michael always it's always, good always to get
0: some always glad <laughs> that you write in and um, continue to make them longer and yeah. we'll power through them because <laughs> it's good stuff yeah uh, I think that probably wraps us up um, for yeah. this episode I would, I would uh, believe so next week uh, we should be rejoined by Matt um mm. luckily we're able to cobble together uh, a <laughs> schedule uh potentially and we'll be looking into some more uh HP lovecraft goodness and uh, yes the, the specific to that. uh specific topic will pop up on the on that twitter <laughs> uh, I'm imagining maybe shortly mm. um, yes yeah, very I think sure. I think that that's uh that's it for this episode um we we did a pretty good job for the amount of uh, yeah, stuff that was we gonna be, thought it was going to be shorter and it ended up being about the same <laughs> length as normal. Yeah, um,
1: uh, we probably rambled a little. That's okay. The, ah, it's
0: fine. Everyone loves us. <laughs> yeah,
1: we've got so many friends on the internet.
0: That's right. At least like five <laughs> new ones just from yesterday.
1: Oh, awesome! Yeah, <laughs> even better. Um, oh uh, well, with that. Uh, Dave, where can people find you on the internet?
0: They can find me on Twitter at sentinut underscore plus. And how about yourself, Cameron? Uh, I can also be found on
1: Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, please come talk to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and our our absent host um still can be found on Twitter yes. as well. Uh, yes, Ninja, Badger, Ninja 7. Badger Seven. Mhm. Mm. Uh, and that's us signing off. Yeah. Bye-bye. Ciao.